We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good with it? Happy Friday, Lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora boys are in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. CFB Nation. That's where we reside. Presented by Twisted T. Yeah. 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 Hey, you too. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Audio edibles every day. You already know. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave your comments. We appreciate them all. We respond to all. Home of the misguided passion. Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We. Minute different now. You all pray, LL Nation. <laughs> pray for my boy Malik. He, he's in Buffalo covering the game. That's right. The, the fighting Khalil Max. Yeah, basically, the, the fighting Khalil Max. They actually call it linebacker. You up there? Mm. They linebacker now they got is uh, he led the nation in tackles and all type of stuff. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, or the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy between Iowa and Iowa State, maybe heading to Tuscaloosa to watch Texas and Alabama, or any other matchup in the Week 2 action, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION. For $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFB Nation for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. So we are going to get into some specific players. And Al Golden, Jared Parker, some things they had to say. Left, LL Nation needs to pray because you are in Josh Allen land, bro. Basically. And you, you've you been running your mouth a little bit. I have, and I'm glad I'm here. Okay. I got to stand on my, I got to stand on my square and let people know. He's not like that. Hey, stand on your square, bro. I just need you to make it back. Just need you to make it back home, bro. I'm talking about off the plane. I've been seeing five Josh Allen jerseys. Five of them. I'm looking around. Y'all know he's the worst quarterback in the league. What it's y'all not doing? the worst. Not the worst. I mean, him and who else played really bad like he did? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> but, you know. Wait a minute. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins played a good game. Yeah, after they were down 27-7. <laughs> they lost. They had the ball in their hands going in to win. You, that's, that's, you can ask for that. Empty calories, bro. <laughs> Empty calories from one Kirk Cousins. They <laughs> catch Kirk Cousins is going to be on the trade block, bro. What? Man, I think he got that guaranteed contract. Man, Say what? On. He got he's got another guaranteed contract coming right down the pipe. No, this is the last year of his deal. That, that's what I'm saying. He's getting a new deal after this year. From who? <laughs> Minnesota not gonna let him go. He gave uh, Justin Jefferson his best. I told year. I told you, Minnesota always wins every other year. I told you that. They are it's never consistently two. good. It's only been it's only been. What, and you know the sad two? part. You know the sad part. George Jefferson and Addison are going to put up crazy stats all year. They're gonna put up crazy gonna, stats. 
They're not going to get rid of uh, Kurt if that happens. And they're not going to win a darn thing. <laughs> if they go crazy, both of them, they're a playoff team. <laughs> you don't even got them in the playoffs. The mm -hmm. NFC is not even that great this year. You got Dallas, the Eagles, the 49ers. Other than that, NFC-wise, who you looking at? Nobody. It can be wide open. Hey, man. It's not happening. I'm here to tell you. I, I don't know who's going to make the playoffs outside of those three teams. Not happening. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They're 0-2 on the road to being 0-3 next week. Who do they play next week? I think they play uh, Dallas next Damn. week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tough game. <laughs> I, think they play, I think they play that. No, no, no. I take that back. They play the Chargers. That's winnable. That's winnable. Their next three games, Chargers, Chiefs, 49ers. It's a wrap, bro. <laughs> it's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> now, Chargers, Chiefs, damn. They could, I can't see them pulling off one of these wins. Because I don't know who it would be against. If they don't beat the Chargers, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. That's a wrap. Because <laughs> uh, that, Chief, that Chiefs 49ers. Automatic L's. Mm -mm. They might mess around be 0-6 or 1-5 this that's what I've been. That's what I've been telling you. <laughs> they, can, they, can, they can turn it around though. That's, they still got to play them bears. They still got to play them lions. Well, they, they play, play now. Back. Once they get done with the 49ers, their next three, I think, they play the Panthers. Oh, win the Panthers, the Bears, and then the Packers. Oh, okay. So okay, they they backload it. They get you the hard games early. Get you the ones you're supposed to win late. That's why they always end up eight and nine or eight and eight. Or so they end up after those games, they probably end up like three and six or something like that. But we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, the division's wide open. It's wide open. <laughs> Football outside of the four good teams right now is wide open. Everybody the same. Mm-hmm. So this is a prediction show. Second half hour, we'll get to our predictions. It feels good for Notre Dame to be favored by like 34, 35 points, bro. Mm. And actually feeling like, oh, they're going to cover that. Like, they're going to cover that. But this is requested last night as part of leftovers you know we look at and view your comments after the show is over and sometimes we say you know what let's bring that back out some pretty good leftovers leftovers are all right the food is always better than that man that thanksgiving like plate the day after yeah thanksgiving man bomb. Bomb. that's why the refrigerator be filled up with tinfoil man buy it and it's crazy because you're like, man, it didn't taste like this yesterday. It's like a whole new, whole new meal. Almost, almost <laughs> like the 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 
the flavors and seasoning set in. It's just Got right. to sit and marinate a little and bit yeah, more. Then they, then they start touching the other foods, and then they start making new confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them leftover places. So, so you cool with that? See, I'm cool with my foods touching. I am. And like getting a little mixture of taste every it's now and then. My end. deviled eggs. I don't like when my deviled eggs is touching my food and my plate. I like See, my I'm deviled not a, eggs separate. That now you are just like my little little mama. A little mama, <laughs> little mama can sit there and eat deviled eggs all day. Oh yeah, they're, they're delicacy. It's amazing. All day. You don't like, like deviled eggs? No, I don't, do, I don't do deviled eggs. But you do. But do you do potato salad. Now, see, I don't do deviled eggs. No, I, I'm not a potato salad fan either. What? I've had it, but I'm not like, yo. I gotta have potato salad on my plate. Okay. But wow. I do. I love boiled eggs in my salad oh like a cob salad yes okay so I'm mean, like i'm not i'm not against it but it's just like it's not a must-have for me man it's a great touch to a plate though you know you got your mouth water and you got the plate in one hand and they got the little finger foods and the deviled eggs and she's just walking by just pop one in real quick. Okay, that's that's solid. Get a couple on a napkin. Man, I'm telling you, it sets the meal just right. That's kind of like that Central Michigan game. Mm. Right? It's like that little part of the schedule slash plate that's touching like the main course yeah. that's coming up on September 23rd. When your yams is touching your your, your turkey, you like yeah. All right, you're getting close, but you know, yeah. I know so, so part of the leftovers, they wanted you to break down the film of Bear Backmire, brother. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like that. From Marietta. So you know, hey, you know, we give we give the people what they want, man. He's on campus this weekend, left. See, you and, even uh, come on a bad weekend. At least Deuce Knight was smart and was like, I know this is the most watched game. I'm coming to Ohio State game just because I can get the ticket. That's smart. This Bachmeyer. Oh, 2,800. It looks like Ian Book. Hey, man. 20... Just break down the film, man. You, you <laughs> Give it a chance, brother. Okay. Put on the money. That was actually pretty good, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that one. I like that he has a quick release. I can say that. He get the ball out quick. It's not a long motion. I don't love him running. But he can mm -hmm. scamper. See, you don't call him a runner. You call him he scampers. Okay. He like Boy, that's a 6-3 number 17 that can that can run. Reminds me of somebody from up there in Buffalo. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he got some touch. I'm not, I'm not really loving the running clips with this. I, isn't that illegal? Or he's like literally throwing it behind himself. Mm -mm. That's like a lateral. That's like okay. an RPO lateral. Yeah. Somebody got you got to be careful. Somebody might hit you. Doing that. Yeah, that's it is dangerous. 
The only thing I don't like about tapes like these is that all you see is go routes and and, and well, trick. You know who used to do that a lot? Who? Uh, the kid from Auburn, the quarterback back in the day when uh when they faced off against Florida State, he would always you know run run the option to the sideline and the receiver would be right there and if you came up on him, he would just throw it out to the receiver. Uh, quarterback, what's his name? Number fourteen, that got Auburn to the championship. Oh, Nick Marshall. Nick Marshall. I mean, you know, I just don't like a bunch of go routes on a film. Yeah, you really haven't seen touch and trajectory yet. So maybe we're recruiting because he's semi-athletic. We can move around a little bit. Got some good throws here and there. I just, you know, he's not doing that on the next level. So half the tape is almost unrealistic. I like throws like that, though. Like, if I'm going to see it go around, I need to see it going into the red zone. Um, I mean, he looked... He looked pretty standard to me, I think, because of his size. His athleticism points out a little bit more. But he doesn't look too fast. I like that he has a quick release. But a bunch of go-routes, I don't know how much you can do with that. But he is athletic for his size. I wouldn't – if we're taking – which athlete is, is a better athlete between him and Deuce Knight, I would probably be taking Deuce. But, you know, if we, that's just a preference. If that's what the trend of the offense is going towards, the athletic, mobile, run-around type of guy, you know, I would I would go with Deuce. But, I mean, he, he looks like a little gamer, you know. Uh, his tape is just too hard to really assess his skills just because it's a lot of the same stuff. So you're going to see a lot of go routes, see a lot of him running around, doing the play action thing. But uh, tape that, how you should evaluate, though, since we're on this, you should evaluate tape in a couple of different ways, especially from quarterbacks. There's three things you got to look for. You got to look for a change of arm angle. If he, if he can throw off platform and, and change and throw around, uh, you know, defenders being able to, you know, sometimes even being flat-footed and make throws, uh, something, something similar to that. The second thing you want to look for is anticipation. And anticipation is more of a, a feel, it's more of an instinct, but it's a defining quality of a quarterback, a.k.a. Tommy Reese. The reason why he made it to Notre Dame was – alone his anticipation had nothing to do with anything else but with anticipation comes accuracy and you got a chance to see uh one of tommy's best traits was that he was accurate because he had uh anticipation but he threw a lot of picks so it kind of comes with it the last thing is the creativity now this bear bachmeyer kid i mean he's got a little bit of creativity he'll run around and make some plays with his feet is it the creative process enough that it will translate to college football or translate to Notre Dame? Probably not. He'll probably have more of a less defined uh, 
running style at that point only because he's so big that you're not running past nobody at that level. So you you know you're gonna take some hits or whatever, but I think it's another. Uh, I think he's a decently good player. If, if that's the best they got in the class, then it's the best they got in the class. But I do think that keeping him on the radar, see how his recruitment goes, we'll, we'll figure out. I'm more concerned about what the recruiting Super Bowl we have versus Ohio State and Deuce Knight's going to come. And I think that's a great opportunity to implant in his mind that this is where he needs to be because of how he sees himself in offense. Because you can do that with our team because Sam Hartman's only there for a year. And he's executing it and dispersing the ball how he should. So if I'm Deuce Knight, I'm like, okay, I can see what the potential is with these guys supporting him. Vice versa, what is what is Bachmeyer going to get a chance to experience? You know, Central Michigan, everybody and their mama going to get a touchdown. You know, it's going to be hard to envision himself um, specifically, you know, in, in, in tight situations, especially in Central Michigan. It might get ugly in the first minute. <laughs> it might get ugly fast, so you you know bad game to go to, but might get rough for your your your, your boy Jim McElwain, bro. I just I mean you know we're at a point where if we're doing forty five right now forty two forty five forty, we Central Michigan shouldn't be no different. Now I do think that there's hiccups within seasons. You play a couple games really good, and then you go out there and get flat and scored. 28 points, right? I hope that's not the team we are, but at the same time, we should be able to do what we want to do out there and not score 40 plus points. I don't I think it'll be a little easier than last week, but last week it was just an experience for us to play against more traditional team. They're gonna come with something though. Yeah. They're gonna come with the the maybe some motions or some trickum and dickums, some uh some screens, you know, a team like that has nothing to lose. So you gotta be prepared for a lot of the unknown. They might throw a flea flicker in there and they may give you something. So I think it's important that it's on defensive side of football, we play sound football. And sound football gets you to shut teams out because you're not trying to do somebody else's job, you're doing your own job. Lucky Lefty Podcast. You actually let that dude talk you out of uh, leaving Notre Dame, bro? No, it was it was because of Charlie Fry, man. That was like my guy. Yo, Charlie Fry was was decent when he was a quarterback, bro. Super decent, and he was decent. I always call him Yoda because he's like the football Yoda. He just be knowing, you know. And I learned. There's not that many coaches in the college football space that that know certain information to help quarterbacks get better. It's, it just, you know, a lot of it comes from guys that come from the tree of like an Andy Reid or a, um, or a Kyle Shanahan. So they or Mike Holmgren, you know, Charlie Fry had a really close relationship with Mike Holmgren, who was a great coach in my opinion. And Mike Holmgren, you know, had a lot of things that he did that. That taught me a lot that, you know, from Charlie Fry teaching me to be prepared, how to prepare it week to week, what to look for, how to study film, you know, certain plays that are common, how they're really supposed to be ran, like four verticals that everybody in their mama runs is really meant for a clear out for the back 
to be one on one with the linebacker. He's showing me different things on clips. You know, what I mean, this is a real. For my experience, it was really awesome because I'm a football junkie. I love learning about the game, and so if I could put the other half of playing with it, I mean, we'd be speaking, you know, big money. But uh, yeah, Charlie Fry is, is the reason why Jim McElwain is hanging around like he is in college football, just because you know I know Charlie Fry is gonna give us something we probably haven't seen. Mm -hmm. it, it may be effective early until we figure it out. So it's kind of one of those games. It's like, yeah, we know we're going to win. But once we get them figured out, we'll, it'll be fine. But they might hit us with something that's like, we haven't seen it no. before. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I got a chance to watch them against Michigan State in the opener, they had Michigan State. Yeah, that's they. That's Charlie Fry. Charlie Fry going to know how to mix you up. And, and, you know, now when they get yeah. better players, they'll be a better, it'll be way harder to beat. Yeah. But you can only get so much at Central Michigan, you know. So, yeah, I, I do believe that they're going to give us their best shot like most teams do in the beginning. And it's not going to be so of a overpowering. we losing our one-on-ones. It's going to be just like scheme and plays and, you know, things that we were probably seeing on film and they do it a little bit differently. It's just yeah. it's, that's the type of coach this is in uh, Charlie Fry. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see them score 14 and a half. Just because the the what they got put together and all of that, I, I, I oh, can see. They right. put up if they put up through the post game show, it's going to be apocalyptic. Since <laughs> Michigan puts up fourteen, oh, I already know Notre Dame fans gonna be like, "Oh my God, Al Gold, what is he doing?" Well, oh, I told you, JD Bertrand being out, just oh my God, dude. yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's it's so. Navy had opportunities to put up points. They yes, did. Navy did. Navy right? really North did. Carolina State had opportunities to score more points. It's amazing that, and maybe that's one of the things about this defense. This defense has played really well, but teams have had opportunities to put points up. Tennessee State had opportunities to put more points up early in that game. So it's really about you know, which I think is one of the improvements. And we were really hard on Al Golden about this because this was his strength, according to Marcus Freeman, which right. is situ situational football. I think Notre Dame, especially in the red zone, has been so much better yeah. at, at situational football this year. And that leads to keeping points off the board the majority of the time. But oh man, y'all don't know, man. If, if if yo, if they put up fourteen points early or by halftime, Notre Dame fans will lose their mind. They they will lose their mind. Like, but they should preference themselves to the fact that they got a good coach. A good coach gonna put you in positions to win. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. Your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, 
or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Maybe not. <laughs> now you got to bring your half, which is the talent and the execution. But <laughs> from a setup standpoint, they're going to give us something that uh, in a different light with a different team and a different speed. It might cause us some issues because that's just the eggheadness of how they operate over there. So I do believe we'll win, obviously. I do think, though, that they're going to have something for us. And Al Golden, being who he is, a great adjuster at times. First of all, Al Golden is, is going to be aggressive. Yes. Oh, I mean, come on, get him off the field early. This is a team that shouldn't be in there with us. So making those plays that we need to, is, Marcus Freeman's probably got to preach a lot of discipline this week, not overlooking your opponents. And, I mean, we've been doing a great job of smashing who we need to smash. You know, 24 to 7 against Navy is just not acceptable. I think that'll be pumped up a little bit. Navy looked decent against Memphis last night. I it came down it. to the last play. I know I yeah. saw it. I'm like, oh, okay. But they uh but that's what their offensive scheme can do. If you don't get them out of there early, they're gonna just be clawing their way back. And next thing you know, you in within striking distance because they just don't wore you down. You done messed around and got a couple three and outs. Now you're looking like, oh shoot, we got to score to win, you know. And and the uh, the Memphis player made a great play on the last play of the game. And it's funny because the ref gave him a terrible spot. Hey, I'm like, yeah. I know you're not about to get that man no first down. It was clearly tackled behind the line. He gave him a first down to the point the chain didn't even get to the ball. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know which call was worse, that call or the call in the uh, Eagles Vikings game when they said Justin Jefferson didn't get in. Yeah. So what did you think about that? It when they did the slow mo, it's like he got in, he crossed the plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what the discussion Absolutely. was about. It was a know? touchdown. <laughs> it was a I touchdown. Guess- well, they say he didn't fall down with it or something, but that's contradictory to the, the, the main rule is if it crosses or touches the plane, you're good. They tried to act like he was, I guess, catching it and making a football move like the dance got it catch. So I don't know. But that was a terrible, terrible call. Probably, but it, it is a call that, you know, looking back, changed the game because it would have been tied up if that was the case. Call was horrible. Lucky Lefty podcast. So you look forward to this game, and we talked about it being like the plate, right? And food is touching, and North Carolina State touches Central Michigan, and Central Michigan touches Ohio State. And you try to realize, like, how does this all come together to be a scrumptious meal? And for me, you want to be healthy, number one. Yeah. Right? But this is the game that I want to see the wide receiver core get loose. Yeah. It's prime. Right? Definitely. Like Notre Dame. 
We can have a game where we got four receivers for 100 yards. I believe that. I think mm. Sam got you know? JT get 100. Tobias get 100. Chris Tyree get 100. Mm-mm. And then Jaden Greyhouse get 100. Oh, you, you said we wouldn't throw it enough? <laughs> we can do that. I don't see, first of all, I don't see the attempts. They would have to hit three or four explosive plays. Yeah. Like yeah. Chris, Chris Tyree would have to get a big one. Tobias would have to get a big one. Jaden would have to get a big one. And it would have to be, because yeah, because yeah, he's, Sam Hartman, I just don't see him having that many attempts. Yeah, unfortunately, 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 you don't want to give him too many attempts to where he out there making mistakes and throwing picks. But the running back room has has demanded, commanded, and needs the football. And it's been a great uh, equalizing effect for us because teams have to put so much energy into stopping the run and worry about our rotation, worry about our depth that you can't worry about everything in the game. And that's where our Sam Hartman has been been able to be very effective working the football down the field in spots that yeah. teams are giving us run defensive looks. And he's taking the one-on-ones. He's finding over man. And the best part is he's not quick to leave the pocket. Ian Book, Deshaun, Brandon, uh, Tyler Buckner. Yeah. Not, Jack, not Jack Cone. But Tyler Buckner, they are were too ready to leave the pocket. That's a poise thing. Yeah. Sam would go back Shout there. out to uh, the news that broke this morning from uh, the 247 Alabama site that Tyler Buckner will be the starting quarterback this weekend. Yep. And, uh, hey, nothing but the best. Him leaving Notre Dame was the best thing that happened to this team this year. Hey, yeah, yeah, he decided absolutely. to leave. Man, your absence, we got better, and we appreciate that. Now, I mean, he's really playing with house money down there in Alabama. House money, your coordinator, and brought you in. I told you, Saban was like, You better play Jalen Milrose until they got embarrassed. Then Tommy went back in his office and was like, I told you so. Let me play my dude, Tyler Buckner, see how I go because I can't coach Jalen Milrose. He doesn't hang with the right people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, do <knew> it. <laughs> and he knew it. So, I think I think you know you go. It's gonna be funny because you go see Alabama. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> And, and I'm gonna point it out because you, you, been, you have been waiting to, boy, you have been waiting. <laughs> I can't wait for the game. You know why? Because you're, you're gonna see a totally different Alabama team. They're gonna put up way more than the points they put up in the last game. And people are gonna be like, oh, it must have been Jalen Milrose's fault. And I'm already telling you, it's not Jalen Milrose's fault. Alabama might score 40 points this weekend. And y'all oh, gonna be like, that's what the issue was. No, it was not. 
the issue is with the coordinator. Because you're going to be like, why wouldn't we run in all these plays? with And they're going to scapegoat it. Oh, Tyler Buckner's his guy. He's been with him for years. That's his, that's his, that's his guy, man. That's his guy. Jalen just put him back at receiver. You know, they're going to do him dirty. They're going to do him dirty. Anyway, so if he's back a receiver, then he would probably be hanging with the right people then. And it, exactly, and watch him catch the yeah, watch him catch the ball. You're gonna be like, <laughs> he did the damn mistake. <laughs> He's gonna be Alabama lead oh receiver. My <laughs> oh my god! Lefty Lefty Podcast. Oh, left, you have been waiting been months waiting. to drop. You. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, man. So it'll be interesting. Over time, wish... over time, eventually that full story will come out. It's got to. It's it, got to. It will come out. And Let Alabama lose a couple more games. I promise you, you're going to see all type of stories. You're going to have Phil talking stuff in a minute, you know. <laughs> Phil will be talking about Alabama. He'll be like, Phil, why are you talking about Alabama? You at Pitt. I just had to get this off my chest. You know, I just had to talk about this. They doing bad. It's time to jump on them. But shout out Tyler Buckner, man. You get a fresh start with a really good team around you. I mean, hell, how do you fail upwards, right? In a lot of cases, from the sense of, you know, now you're playing behind guys that are, you got four of them starting in the league. Think about that. So, I mean, it's good motivation for a guy like Tyler Buckner to go in there and try to revive a dead offense in a sense because, I mean, them boys look like they ain't never been to practice. But then again, it's, this ain't the place, Tyler Buckner, to be turning the ball over either. Saban ain't putting up with that. So there's got to be some decision-making improved, hopefully, that he that he's gained down there. And he's wearing eight. So if you're wearing eight, you got to be great, TB. TB8. To be determined, eight. <laughs> USF, I covered them two weeks ago. They're not a bad team. So don't act like, you know they just going to be running all over Alabama, uh, USF because USF isn't bad. You get Jalen Milrow having to go up against Texas. And then you're going to just give Tommy USF. Yeah, like, they're going to score a whole bunch of points, and you're going to be like, right. what the hell? But I'm telling you, it's not Jalen Milrow's fault. It's not. And it's messed up that they would do that and then, and then bring in the guy they kind of quote-unquote wanted and he shines. Like, that's just the politics of college football, how they do people dirty sometimes. Because they probably knew if they rolled out Tyler Buckner against Texas, and he looked like the Jalen Milrow instead of the Jalen Milrow that was out there. It would hey. be all It would be Lucky, all bad. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still stuck. Dude, that was perfect comedic timing, bro. <laughs> For real. <laughs> that was perfect comedic timing. <laughs> you dropped that perfectly. And Man, still left still left still left enough meat on the bone for <laughs> for it to be a mystery. That just a little bit. Yeah. Just oh man. Bit. That man. Lucky Lucky Podcast. I've Doma Wap put in a statement and said that his wife says that he's usually hungry after he watches our show. And it's probably the food analogies. Hey, it probably he is. He got him. It, it <laughs> probably is. 
see, Left and I, you know, where we do see each other, is out in L.A. Oh, and... I'm in Chicago next week. Gotta come and see you. I gotta go to NIU, though. How far is it? The Cal is like an hour 15 west of That's Chicago. Not bad. Yeah. I used to, man, my, I'm out in the South Birds, and I used to hit 355 straight across the 88. It's right there. Straight shot. Like, like nothing. I, I don't know how I didn't end up with a ticket. And <laughs> hey, I was like, nah, let him really go. Up. He goes real fast. <laughs> and this was like, you know how your sisters come home for a weekend, it's Sunday night, and then you know, you're leaving at like 10 o'clock at night to yeah, get them back. Get back. I'm, just to get back. I'm, I'm 95. <laughs> 95, straight across 355 to 88. Yeah, like it's nothing. Now, how far is that from the airport, NIU from the O'Hare? Because mm. O'Hare is in the city, right? Uh, for for your Uber driver or for for me? Well, getting a, getting the rental. For me, or if you're getting a rental, you will probably get there in like an hour fifteen. Oh, okay, not bad. Get Less some I'll take that because you it too. You're gonna hit two ninety four coming back uh, south to eighty eight, and it's gonna be eighty eight straight across and from Oak Brook. It's probably like yeah, a little bit over an hour drive, about an hour fifteen. Out, not a not a bad drive. Yeah, hour fifteen. So you got uh, is Northern Illinois in the Boondocks, right? It's hey, like, you know, yeah, now it, it is in the Boondocks. It is all farm. <laughs> it is all farm. But let me tell you something, dude, because you do coach meetings. You know, you know how coach meetings go, right? Different yeah, coaches they can give you something. Some are funny. They do be funny. Some of them be funny. Hey, Coach Coach Hammock (laughs) is one of the funniest coaches I've ever interviewed, bro. Oh, for real? Okay. Oh, Coach Coach Hammock. (laughs) Coach Hammock is hilarious, bro. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to give you something. Okay, that's good. As long as somebody gives you a story or something, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, we good. I'm back in the – you know, I'm in the streets. Yeah, yeah. I'm back in the Chicago streets. They, they've been chatting about him. Oh man, <laughs> man, we might hit up. We might hit up the Moxie next weekend. Okay, man. After the game, <laughs> go downtown, hit up the Moxie, or either hit up hit up the uh, Pizza Parlor Bar. That sound like right up my alley, man. Which is a, a big hit downtown Chicago now. Um, oh, it's like the, uh, the Friday night spot. Go to the pizza parlor. Yeah, yeah, they did a really good, great job with the concept. They really mm. did. They really oh, it's did. a bar for real. It's a bar, but it's but like a pizza, a pizza joint. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like high end. High end pizza. It's, okay, okay. Like you dress up to the go. Vibe, is the vibe is. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the pizza joint. You think it's showbiz pizza, kids. You know? No, that's a grown adult. Oh, like you got to put on pizza a nice joint. shirt. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, know. just for the, the vibe. The vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. You just ain't walking in there and no, no J's. That's you're right. Yeah, you're, you, it's gonna, you will see some windmills on your drive out there. Windmills? Yeah. 
Yeah, you in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely going to mess you up. And this weekend is, yo, th- this weekend for me, when I used to work, um, our studios, ESPN, are in the ABC building, which is at the corner of State and Lake. <sighs> so tonight or this weekend is uh, Mexican Independence. So you yeah. know in Chicago, wait, it, it's it's Mexican wait, Independence Weekend. Mexican people or the the country, the country, which is in totally America? different. Yeah, which is totally different from Cinco de Mayo. It's totally different. It's, How it's an actual celebrate holiday. Mexican Independence in America? How that? Happen? No, Mexicans celebrate. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, okay, got it. I, got you it. know, I don't sell Mexicans in Chicago, which is a huge community. It is, huh? Right outside of downtown, right there in Pilsen, and that, that's pretty much where most of them, a lot yeah. of them stay. And, dude, tonight, all night, they drive around downtown Chicago with their flags hanging out of their car. All oh, night. For real. <laughs> oh, all night. All night. And this is the thing. If you step, take a step back and watch, it's actually kind of dope. Oh, they, they they come out in the the low riders and stuff too, or they low just, riders like, trucks. It's actually kind of dope if you take a step back. Now it's annoying because it adds to the traffic and that mariachi music probably. And it's too. it's crazy and they're honking their horns all night and all that, you know. And but if you take a step back, it's 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 kind of you know, it's like okay, that's what's up. That's up. <laughs> I mean, they going all out, sound like. Hey. It is what it is. Lucky Lefty Podcast. It's it's one it's one of those things that if you were here that weekend, you would be like, yo, what is this? Because downtown is extra lit. Mm. Just extra lit. Don't you got a lot of migrants anyway? Y'all got a migrant problem right now? <sighs> or is it is it more on the news? Or do you actually see like, who are these? <laughs> Well, put like this, it's a it's a recent problem, but I don't think it's anywhere near the homeless problem in LA. Yeah, the homeless problem in LA is crazy. The homeless problem in LA is is yo, yo. It's it's, but it's well, like damn, everybody is a step away from that. <laughs> Hell, I'm a step away. Miss a payment of a car or something. I'm a, I'm right with them. <laughs> Got to. Gotta think about moving back home, guys. <laughs> it is. It's bad. It's bad. And the migrant problem is really about. Uh, here it is, bro. What's the neighborhood that's complaining about? It's the black neighborhood that's complaining because they. No, it's to- not just. It's not just the black neighborhood. It's several aldermen in mm-hmm. the city. West side, south side, because they want to take uh, a mall on 115th and Halstead on the south side and kind of make that a tent city. Oh, yeah, south side <laughs> and use the inside. Yeah, it is. You know, they don't, you know, good and well, them people are not trying to allow that to happen. And it's one thing to give them a place to live, but then if they don't have work and things to do, it's going to add to the problem already. And then things spill over into the neighborhood, and then you probably have to worry about thieves and all type of shit. Yeah, gang friction. And it's, it's, 
it's a problem for the new mayor. It's, invasive, it's, it's an invasive problem, though, because like. But yeah. a lot of people are upset because they're pouring considerable amounts of money into the situation. I'm talking about considerable amounts. To house them, not even to get yes. them, just to house them, just to put yes. them up somewhere. Yes. You know, so he has that. He still has this. The, the, he still the, the, the robberies. The yeah, robberies thieves, going thieves. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the the shootings. Yo, it's. But he's real. He's real funny about his crackdown on the gun violence and the thieving. That's interesting because I'm like you. You wouldn't. You ain't as hard as you would think that you would be on some of this nonsense. So it's just. Mm -hmm. Hope he don't turn out to be like uh, Mayor Adams, Eric Adams out of New York. He talking about y'all need to move in with him. <laughs> Every family should take a couple. <laughs>